Hello everybody, my dear friends, dear students. Let's continue our lectures. And today's lectures are all about diabetes mellitus, type 1 and type 2. Actually, we will answer the questions of your big exams. Of course, if I try to explain all diabetes mellitus, I need hours, maybe days. Huh? So I'll try to answer this question and uh, like it's asked in your uh, examination tickets. So have your seats, take pens, papers for making the notes and let's go. So what is diabetes mellitus? Diabetes mellitus is an impaired insulin secretion and variable with degrees of peripheral insulin resistance leading to hyperglycemia. Early symptoms are related to hyperglycemia and include polydipsia, polyphagia, polyuria and blurred vision. Later complications include vascular disease, peripheral neuropathy, nephropathy and predisposition to infection. Diagnosis is by measuring plasma glucose. Treatment, of course, diet, exercise and drugs that reduces glucose levels, including insulin, oral antihyperglycemic drugs and non-insulin rejectable drugs. Complications can be delayed or prevented with adequate glycemic control. Heart disease remains the leading cause of mortality in diabetes mellitus. Taiwan diabetes is caused by an absence of insulin production due to autoimmune-mediated inflammation in pancreatic beta cells and death of these cells. Type 2 diabetes is caused by hepatic insulin resistance, causing an ability to suppress hepatic glucose production and peripheral insulin resistance, which impairs peripheral glucose uptake in combination with pancreatic beta cell secretory defect. Diagnosed by elevating fasting plasma glucose level and or elevated hemoglobin, glycosylate 1, A1C, glycosylate hemoglobin, and or elevated to our value of oral glucose tolerance test. So what to do? Do regular screening for complications and microvascular complications include nephropathy, neuropathy and retinopathy, Macrovascular complications involve atherosclerosis resulting in coronary artery disease, transient ischemic heart attacks, stroke, and peripheral arterial insufficiency. So we do, we do not treat with diet, exercise, weight loss, and insulin, and or oral injectable hyperglycemic drugs. Often given renin-angiotensive aldosterone system blockers, it depends. Uh, why not statins to prevent complications? Thus, my friends, the, these are two main categories of diabetes mellitus, type 1, type 2. The two types of diabetes can be distinguished by a combination of features. Terms that describe the age of onset, juvenile or adult, or a type of a treatment, insulin or non-insulin dependent, are no longer used because of overlap in age groups and treatments between disease types. Impaired glucose regulation is an intermediate, possibly transitional, state between normal glucose metabolism and diabetes mellitus that becomes more common with aging. It's a significant risk factor for diabetes and may be present 
for many years before onset of diabetes. In associated, uh, it's associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease, but typical diabetal, diabetic microvascular complications are not very common. Albuminuria and the retinopathy develop in 6 to 10% of cases. About complications of diabetes mellitus, years of poorly controlled hyperglycemia lead to multiple, primarily vascular complications that affect small vessels, microvascular, large vessels, microvascular, or both. Microvascular disease, microvascular. Disease underlies three common and devastating manifestations of diabetes mellitus retinopathy, neuropathy, and nephropathy. Microvascular diseases may also impair skin healing so that even minor breaks in skin integrity can develop into deeper ulcers and easily become infected, particularly in the lower extremities. Intensive control of plasma glucose can prevent or delay many of these complications, but may not reverse them once established. Than once established, macrovascular disease involves atherosclerosis or of large vessels, which can lead to angina pectoris and myocardial infarction, transient ischemic attacks and strokes, peripheral arterial disease. Immune dysfunction is another major complication and develops from the direct effects of hyperglycemia on cellular immunity. Patients with diabetes mellitus are particularly susceptible to bacterial and fungal infections. Uh -huh. Now about etiology. Etiology of type 1 diabetes mellitus is an autoimmune process where the body's immune system mistakenly attacks and destroys the insulin-producing beta cells in the pancreas, resulting in a lack of insulin production. This leads to high blood glucose levels and the development of the condition. The exact cause of autoimmune response is not fully understood, but it's believed to be triggered by a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Some of the known risk factors of diabetes mellitus first type include the family history of the disease, certain viral infections, vaccinations, exposure to certain chemicals and dietary factors. However, these factors alone are not enough to cause the disease, and additional research is needed to fully understand the complex mechanisms involved in the development of type 1. Type 2 is a complex metabolic disorder that is caused by a combination of genetic and environmental factors. The main underlying problem in type 2 is insulin resistance, which means that the body's cells become resistant to the effect of insulin and are unable to use it effectively. Some of the known risk factors of type 2 diabetes mellitus is obesity, sedentary lifestyle, a diet high in sugar, sucrose, and fat, and fat, actually, I'm not sure, and the family history of the disease. No, fat, no. Uh, other factors that may contribute to development of type 2 diabetes include aging, uh, stress, certain medications, and certain medical conditions such as high blood pressure and polycystic overall, polycystic overall syndrome. It's actually a question, which is, which is the first? Polycystic, 
ovaric syndrome or high blood pressure and then diabetes mellitus actually it's this whole line of uh, all continuum if you want of metabolic syndrome the exact mechanisms by which these risk factors lead to the development of type 2 diabetes are not understood fully are not fully understood but it's believed that they contribute to insulin resistance and impaired insulin secretion by the pancreas this leads to high blood glucose levels and the development of type 2 diabetes the most common symptoms of uh, actually when we talk about so clinics means signs and symptoms huh? so symptoms and signs uh, of diabetes mellitus the most common symptoms of diabetes mellitus of course is a hyperglycemia the mild hyperglycemia of early diabetes is often unsymptomatic therefore diagnostic may be delayed for many years even decades if routine screening is not done more significant hyperglycemia cause glycosuria and thus an osmotic diuresis 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 leading to urinary frequency polyuria polydipsia and that may progress to orthostatic uh, hypertension and dehydration dehydration orthostatic hypertension and dehydration severe dehydration causes weakness fatigue and mental status changes symptoms may come and go when plasma glucose levels fluctuate polyuria may accompany symptoms of hyperglycemia but it's not typically a primary patient concern polyphagia sorry polyphagia may accompany symptoms of hyperglycemia but it's not typically a primary patient concern of course hyperglycemia can also cause weight loss nausea and vomiting and blurred vision and may predispose to bacteria or fungal infections patients with type 1 diabetes typically present with symptomatic hyperglycemia and sometimes with diabetic ketoacidosis sometimes patients uh, no uh, some patients experience a long but transient phase of near normal glucose levels after acute onset of the disease honeymoon phase due to uh, partial recovery of insulin secretion patients with two type 2 diabetes may present with symptomatic hyperglycemia but are often asymptomatic and their condition is detected only during routine testing in some patients initial symptoms are those of diabetic complications suggesting that disease has been present for some time in some patients hyperosmolar hyperglycemic state occurs initially especially during a period stress or when or when glucose metabolism is further impaired by drugs such as corticosteroids the diagnosis of diabetes mellitus is di is typically based on a combination of symptoms medical history and laboratory tests there are different types of diabetes mellitus but of course the most common time is one and type two so for type one diabetes mellitus the diagnosis is made based on the presence of symptoms such as excessive thirst frequent urination and explained weight loss and high levels of glucose uh, in the blood or urine urine blood tests may also be done to measure the levels of antibodies that attack the beta cells of the pancreas indicating the autoimmune processes 
For type 2 diabetes mellitus, diagnosis may involve a combination of symptoms, medical history, and laboratory tests. Symptoms may include increased thirst, frequent urination, blurred vision, and slow healing of wounds. Laboratory tests such as fasting, plasma glucose test or oral glucose tolerance test may be done to measure blood glucose levels and assess the body's ability to regulate glucose. Uh, uh, Glycosylate hemoglobin test may also be used to monitor blood glucose levels. Uh, over a long period of time. In some cases, additional tests may be done to rule out other conditions that can cause similar symptoms such as gestational diabetes, which occurs during pregnancy, or other less common forms of diabetes such as LADA, LADA, latent, latent autoimmune diabetes in adults. Finally, treatment. Of course, this is a diet and exercise principle. This is a principal point. For one time of diabetes, of course, insulin. For type 2 diabetes, oral antihyperglycemics, injectable glucose-like peptide, receptor agonists, sometimes insulin or a combination. To prevent complication, often renin-angiotensin aldosterone system blockers or Zartans, sometimes why not statins. So, my friends, is largely enough about not about diabetes mellitus, but answering on the exams, answering the question of the jury of, of if you find a question like this in your examination tickets concerning diabetes mellitus, largely enough. So thank you very much for your attention, my dear friends. See you in another lectures. Bye and God bless you. Don't forget to follow and subscribe the channel.